welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy Podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing really, really well. In this episode, we're going to be chatting all about how the menstrual cycle works. Now, I know this might seem super boring. Often we just want to focus in on our symptoms, whether you have crazy bowel movements before your cycle or mood swings or cramps, or maybe you don't experience any sort of hormonal symptoms at all. Perhaps you're on some sort of birth control, which is actually suppressing your natural cycles. Here's something that I've seen happen a lot. I've seen a lot of people suddenly decide that they want to get pregnant after 10 to 15 years on the pill and then discover that they have PCOS or hormonal imbalances or endometriosis. Whether you have plans to get pregnant or not, understanding your cycles is still really, really important because it is a key part in helping you achieve optimal health. So what I want to encourage you to do is just give this a go. Take the time with me today to understand your cycle. I promise that learning this is going to make your life so much easier and much more enjoyable. Okay, let's dive in. The main players in the menstrual cycle are the brain, the ovaries, and the uterus. And they communicate via hormones, which are basically chemical messengers. The menstrual cycle starts with the first day of the period and ends when the next period begins. And it's usually between 24 and 38 days. Now let's talk about how the menstrual cycle works. So the first part of the cycle is all about preparing an egg to be released from the ovary and building the lining of the uterus. This is known as the follicular phase. The second part of the cycle prepares the uterus and body to accept a fertilized egg or start the next cycle all over again if pregnancy doesn't happen. And this is the luteal phase. As I mentioned before, day one of the cycle is the first day of your period. And your period is the shedding of blood and the lining of the uterus. This usually takes five to six days on average, but it could be longer or shorter. The follicular phase is that first half of the cycle, from day one up until ovulation. During the period, the pituitary gland, which is at the bottom of the brain, produces follicle-stimulating hormone, FSH, which tells the ovaries to prepare an egg for ovulation. During the period, there are multiple follicles in each ovary, and then one is basically selected as the dominant follicle, and this is the one that is prepared to be released at ovulation. After the period, but before ovulation, the lining of the uterus gets thicker in order to create a place where a fertilized egg can implant and grow. Around halfway through the cycle, ovulation happens, which is a middle point between the follicular and luteal cycle phases. Ovulation is when an egg is released from the ovary into the fallopian tube. The dominant follicle we spoke about before produces more and more estrogen as it gets bigger. When estrogen reaches a certain level, the brain is signaled to increase the production of luteinizing hormone, LH. This spike in LH triggers ovulation, which is the release of the egg from the ovary. 
and ovulation usually happens around day 14 of your cycle. So ovulation has happened. Now let's move on to what happens in the second half of the cycle. As I mentioned before, the second half of the cycle is called the luteal phase. This is from ovulation until the start of your period. Once ovulation has happened, the follicle that contained the egg changes into a corpus luteum and starts to produce progesterone and estrogen. The changes in estrogen and progesterone in the luteal phase is what's generally linked to the common PMS symptoms like acne, mood changes and bloating. If an egg is fertilized, the progesterone from the corpus luteum, that follicle that contained the egg, supports the early stages of pregnancy. If the egg isn't fertilized, the corpus luteum starts to break down, which lowers estrogen and progesterone and triggers menstruation. While all of this is going on, the lining of the uterus is either getting ready for a pregnancy or to break down for menstruation. The endometrium or lining of the uterus secretes different hormones and chemical messages, including prostaglandins, which help trigger menstruation. Then when your period arrives, the whole process starts all over again. So all of this is what's happening when the menstrual cycle is happening as it's supposed to. And think about all of the things I've just covered how many little details and processes that trigger the next process, which trigger the next process, and so on. And because of that, because this is a complicated, intricate cycle where so much can go wrong, there are lots of different parts of the menstrual cycle that can be interrupted or not working properly and throw the whole cycle out of balance. Here are a few ways that could be happening. First up, you could not be having a period at all. You might have hypothalamic amenorrhea, which is the absence of a period, which could be due to hormonal imbalances, stress, too much exercise, or too little food. Or you may not have a period due to being on birth control. Or you could be having a period, but still not actually ovulating. So you can tell whether you're ovulating by tracking your basal body temperature, which is your temperature first thing in the morning. And you should also notice an increase in discharge around ovulation, which should be clear and stretchy. Or you might be experiencing different symptoms at different phases of your cycle. Now, I do just want to touch on something here. It's extremely common to experience PMS and other symptoms during your cycle. It's common, but it's not normal or optimal. Hormonal symptoms shouldn't be debilitating and they shouldn't be hugely impacting your quality of life. I think so many of us have been taught from an early age that this is just what it's like to be a woman. As soon as we start to have any sort of hormonal symptoms like acne or period pain, we're usually offered the pill to mask those symptoms. But when we actually address the underlying cause, which could be stress, gut imbalances, some sort of toxicity or trauma or something else, we can restore our body's balance and start to overcome these symptoms that we've just been told we had to put up with. So just remember, hormonal imbalances are common because we live in a stressful world, but they're not normal or optimal. We're going to be chatting more about hormones in future episodes, but for now, I just want to leave you with some places to get started with balancing your hormones and feeling good in the process. 
The first place to start if you're not already doing it is to track your cycle. So you can begin to get an understanding of how your body works. You can use a free app like Clue or Flow to keep track of symptoms and when your period is coming. Or if you want a whole extra level of detail, you could use something like TempDrop. This is a little device that you strap to your arm, which measures your basal body temperature and keeps track of ovulation and the different phases of your cycle. And if you're really game, you could learn the fertility awareness method. But to be honest, that always felt like a little bit too much work for me. So once you're tracking your cycles, here's the next thing to start to be aware of. Start to live your life in tune and in flow with your cycle. This has been such a game changer for me. I now aim to schedule webinars and podcast interviews and events and also do more intense exercise when I have the most energy during my cycle. And I always aim to slow it down a bit, do a little bit less and rest more when I know I'm probably going to have less energy. Obviously, not everything always works out this way, but it's so, so good when it does. Some of my favorite menstrual cycle educators and coaches, Claire Baker and Gemma Lee, I definitely recommend checking them both out, by the way, refer to the phases of the menstrual cycle as seasons. This is a really good way to get an understanding of how your cycle works and the ebbs and flows in your energy during your cycle. So our premenstrual phase is autumn. So just like in nature, it's time to start to slow down a little bit. And in winter, during your period, this is time to hibernate and rest. Leading up to ovulation, this is known as spring when your energy levels start to pick up again. And then ovulation is summer, when you'll most likely have the most energy and be the most social and active. Not everyone's going to feel the same at all of these different phases of our cycle. And that's why it's really important to be aware of what your cycle looks like and track your own cycle and symptoms. So... Once you've started tracking your cycles and you're learning to work with your natural ebbs and flows, then you want to start to get to the root cause of any hormonal imbalances you may be experiencing. Now, we're going to cover this more in depth in a future episode, but for now, let's bring it back to the gut. So often, the root cause of hormonal imbalances is gut related. As we spoke about in last week's episode, studies show that hormonal conditions like endometriosis and PCOS can be linked to gut health. So instead of chasing after hormonal imbalances and hormonal symptoms, start addressing your gut health first. You might find that this alone addresses what's going on with your hormones. Okay, let's recap. First up, we spoke about how important your cycle is, regardless of whether or not you have any plans to get pregnant. A healthy menstrual cycle is an important indicator of your overall health. It really is your monthly report card. Then we spoke about the different phases of the cycle, which starts on day one with your period. The first half of the cycle leading up to ovulation is the follicular phase, and the second half is known as the luteal phase. The menstrual cycle really is a cascade of events and there are lots of different ways the cycle can be out of balance. So start to become aware of your cycle through tracking. Use your energy to your advantage and don't be afraid to rest when you're lower on energy. 
support your gut health to support your hormones. And then you can also consider hormone testing like a Dutch test to identify what's really going on with your hormones. I hope you found this helpful. I would absolutely love your help to spread the word. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, please share it with them. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I would be absolutely stoked if you went and left me a five-star review on iTunes. I really, really love reading all of your reviews. It really helps keep me motivated to keep on going with the podcast. Have an awesome day and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.